0: Hello, my friend, my dear friend, my dear sweet friend. Hello and welcome finally, officially to the Becoming the Coolest Person I Know podcast. I'm so excited about this. And I know I start almost every single piece of content saying I'm excited about this, but literally I'm so excited that I was in a massage today and I was so desperate for her to finish so that I could come home and I could record this introduction and I could upload this podcast and we could just become the coolest people we know together. This podcast has been such a long time in the making. I've been thinking about it. I've been mulling over it. I was wondering whether I was going to do vlogs on YouTube and document my journey of becoming the coolest person I know. But over the years of running the Chillpreneur podcast, I did get a lot of feedback from people when we moved to an interview format saying that they absolutely missed my rambly, incoherent, brain dump solo episodes and because I am on the journey myself of not only becoming the coolest person I know but building a business, building a brand, building many businesses, evolving my life, upgrading, experiencing my life in my 30s and I'm going to continue to grow and evolve over time and I have a lot of thoughts about all the things that I'm experiencing and you all seem to really like those thoughts and so that is what this podcast is going to be about. It is going to be about part me incoherently rambling about my journey, about what is going on behind the scenes, the full vulnerability scale of the highs and lows of what it means to be Erin May Henry and someone who is becoming the coolest person they know, as well as your typical chatty BFF, let's just sit down and I'm going to shout at you and give you advice for 30 to 40 minute kind of chats. This episode, the first episode that I recorded, I've been thinking about for such a long time. Uh, I even talked about this on my Instagram story and got such good responses and feedback because this has been something that I have essentially molded my entire career around and that's the personalized approach to life. The personalized approach to business, the personalized approach to personal development. I am such a fan of people really getting to know themselves so that they can choose the pathway that is most suited to them. And that's really what the becoming the coolest person you know and becoming the coolest person I know philosophy is all about. Like Literally, it's getting to know yourself. It's accepting yourself. It's about building a great relationship with yourself, so that you can evolve into the most extraordinary version of yourself. It's about loving yourself in the process of reinventing yourself day after day after day and experiencing the deliciousness that life has to offer. And so... Without further ado, I'm going to get into this episode because it is a little bit of a long one, but I do just want to say, if you are listening to this, I so freaking appreciate you. Like, I really, really do. I know this isn't like necessarily the first piece of content that I've put out onto the internet. I'm actually a decade in, but it feels really new and it feels really special. And the fact that you are listening to this episode, it really, really does mean a lot to me. And honestly, I would just so deeply appreciate if you shared this episode on your stories and tagged me in it because then I know that you've watched it and then you and I can have a little chat about what you thought about and then we can just talk about in the DMs whether you know you loved the podcast or not and what kinds of episodes you wanted to see in the future. I really do. I'm not one of those people who just say it and then don't respond. Like I really do love the DMs as I talk about later in this episode. So please please feel free to reach out to me. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know if you like the format, you know, all of the things. I just I would really appreciate some feedback and some love for you sharing this podcast, rating it as well. Leaving me a little love note because it is new, and of course, for people to see it, we need to get it in those charts. You know what I mean? We we want to step into our Alex Earl era, our hot mess era when it comes to podcasting. So anyway, I will stop rambling and I will let you listen to this first episode all about becoming the coolest person you know, and how it is so important to recognize that all advice is wrong if it's not the right advice for you. Today we're gonna talk about how to actually change your life. Now look, I know that is like the most oversaid statement, how to actually change your life, actually change your life. However, I have a formula for you. I have a way for you to not only change your life, but for you to get the most out of the advice on the internet because here's the thing, what we're actually discussing today is the fact that most internet advice is wrong. You know, all those things, you know, all those pieces of advice, all those TikToks that are convincing you that they have the answer. They have the answer you need to live a happy and fulfilled life. That advice is wrong. If you don't do the thing that we are talking about today. This episode was actually inspired because I saw on TikTok, someone who was creating a video about how you need to, let me, let me rephrase that, how you need in capital letters to have A 12-step Korean beauty routine if you want to have dewy skin. I saw that and I was triggered. I was triggered first of all because I hate definitive language. Definitive language being when people say things like this is what you need when it's relative to really specific examples of things. I know people use this because obviously it makes them seem like an expert and it captures people's attention but This also confuses the fuck out of people, because when someone tells you that this is what you need to achieve a specific result, what do you do? You think you need that thing. Hello, influence. But then what happens when you see somebody else saying a completely different thing, the total opposite thing to the thing you just saw? Confusion, overwhelm, procrastination. And that's where I bet you are in your personal development journey right now. You're feeling overwhelmed, you're procrastinating, you're wondering why even though you spent a thousand dollars on a Korean beauty routine you still don't have your dream skin and even though you implemented all of the strategies that person told you to do to have your best relationship you're still fighting with your partner or you're still single AF or that business coach that said if you follow these exact steps you are going to make a million dollars and yet your bank account is still empty or something along those lines. It is because you are listening to advice that is wrong for you and that's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. That's what the first episode of the Becoming the Coolest Person You Know podcast is going to be about. This is a brand new podcast of which you can listen to over on the Becoming the Coolest Person You Know podcast on all of your favorite podcast platforms or of course you can watch the audio version on YouTube. Today we're talking about personalizing personal development because If you want to become the coolest person you know, such a big part of this process, such a big part of what becoming the coolest person you know is, is getting to know yourself. You know, I always talk about how becoming the coolest person you know is essentially the intersection between self-acceptance and self-reinvention. I feel like when it comes to personal development, there's either two camps of people, right? There's the people that completely love and accept themselves as they are, They don't need to change anything about themselves. And this is amazing, it's beautiful, honestly. It's where a lot of happiness and fulfillment and contentment will come from. But also, sometimes being too content can lead to a little bit of complacency. When we aren't evolving, when we aren't growing, when we aren't being challenged, we don't get that sense of self-satisfaction, that feeling of pride that I always talk about when I talk about becoming the coolest person you know. And so yes, One side of the camp is that people are feeling totally accepting of themselves, but that can lead to complacency. And the other side of it is that people are absolutely berating themselves into changing their life. You know, you have to step into your next level self because the person you are right now isn't good enough. You have to completely reject the 3D. You have to completely reject your current reality. You have to wake up every single day and step into new reality because where you are right now, what you've created and what you're living, it's just not good enough. And so people hate themselves. You know, people who don't have like the best imagination, they essentially train themselves to be completely dissatisfied with their current life Yes, that's good because then you are motivated to work towards things, but what's the point? What's the point of getting to the destination if the journey is absolutely torturous? And that's what becoming the course person you know, the, the philosophy that I have created for my life and that I've been sharing on the internet for a few years now is all about. It's the intersection between self-acceptance and self-reinvention. It's where you not only fall in love with the journey, but you also love the destination. It is about where you can lovingly accept yourself into evolving into the person that you desire to be. But the preface here is none of this work works, whether you do it in the Becoming the Coolest Person You Know way or whether you do it in any of the other ways. If you truly wanna change your life and be happy and satisfied when you arrive at those changes, you need to do it from a space that is completely personal to you. You need to stop being influenced by all of the contradictory advice on the internet of people telling you, you will be happy when, you do this thing to get this result, and instead, you get to know yourself. And that is what this episode is going to be all about. I wanna take you through a bunch of different areas of life and I want to give you advice on how you can actually get to know yourself in these areas. Becoming the coolest person you know has completely, completely transformed my life. Honestly, like I cannot even start to describe how much this work has changed my life. Just this morning, I was putting the final touches on a BTC pick toolkit, a notion template that I've created, which by the way, you can get in the link below. It is a mini course and it is a notion template and the results and the feedback that I'm getting from people so far is absolutely amazing. But I put together this notion template, which is an accumulation of all of the exercises that I have used, the reprogramming exercises, the audio reprogramming, the journaling exercises, the physical exercises that I have done to use BTC Pick to change my own life. So just a quick summary of my story, if you haven't actually heard it, I did the thing, the thing that I'm talking about, the thing that I'm telling you not to do. I checked all of the boxes. You know, I built my life in accordance to who I thought I should be. I had a fiancé. I purchased a home. I was building my business in a certain way. I was doing all of the things that I thought would make me happy, the things that I was influenced to think would make me happy. This is why I'm so passionate about this topic, by the way, because when you achieve things, that didn't come from your soul, when you achieve things that aren't truly authentic to you, you can achieve them. You can get there. You can check those boxes off. You can have that vision board come to life. But if you didn't truly desire that thing, even getting there will be a journey of complete dissatisfaction. When you arrive at that destination, you will feel anxious. You will feel confused. You will feel overwhelmed. You'll have these moments of like, Oh, is this it? Because that's exactly what happened to me. I did all of the things that I thought I was supposed to do. I did all the things that my friends at the time was doing, you know, and I was just going along that pathway of a woman by a certain age should achieve these certain things. And I was so sad. I was so unhappy. I was so anxious. I was so like, this can't be life. During 2020, I really, really started to get affected by this. Like I loved my business. I've always loved my business. I've always loved creating content on the internet and in all honesty, that's probably been like the best part of my journey, but my relationship, my living situation, my friendships, my hobbies, my health, my fitness, all of the things that surrounded my business were making me so unhappy that it started bleeding into my business. My content just didn't have the same spark that it once did when I first started. My relationship, it just felt Not right. Like, there was nothing wrong with it. That was the hard thing about it. There was nothing wrong with it necessarily. It just didn't feel right. It didn't feel like it was supposed to be for me. The fact that I was going to plan a wedding and get engaged in this house that I'd bought and built, it just, none of it, it just, I can't explain it. I'm sure you get it if you've been through a similar situation, but it just didn't feel fulfilling. It didn't bring me the joy and happiness I thought it would. And so, I decided to close that door. I decided to walk away. I decided to essentially pick my ass up and walk away from everything that I had built for myself. It was one of the scariest decisions that I have ever made in my entire life, but it was the best decision that I've ever made in my entire life. Like at the time, honestly, I procrastinated for such a long time making this decision, leaving my relationship, selling the house. But that truly was what led to this work of becoming the cause person I know. That is truly what transformed my life. After I ended up leaving my long-term relationship, we were in lockdown at the time. I mean, I think we all remember that. And I was forced, like forced, because I spent so much time alone. I was forced to get to know myself. I read the book. By the way, I recommend everyone reads this book, whether you're in a relationship or not single on purpose. And this was the first book that really sparked the interest in my favorite topic now of all time, me. Once I really started to study myself, take myself on dates, get to know myself, that is when the magic truly started to transform. That is when I essentially rebuilt my life from scratch. Because how I was showing up, what I was striving to achieve, not only came from a place of self-idolization, of self-love and self-respect because of how much time I was spending alone, because of how much reflecting I was doing and getting to know myself I was doing, but because I was so in tune with my intuition and my inner desires, That what I started to want, what I started to desire, what I started to put on my vision board was so much more authentic to me. It was like that period of time. And by the way, I'm not saying that you need to go like spend essentially six months by yourself that's what I kind of had to do uh, because I had no other option I was living alone and it was locked down I'm not saying you need to go (laughs) spend six months alone but spending time alone getting to know yourself getting to know what you truly want is going to be the most potent way for you to not only get what you want but also to actually be happy when you get there I have unfortunately so many friends so many friends who've built what on the outside looks like a dream business, built their dream life. And of course they show up in that way because it's a part of their marketing strategy. But I know so many people, they have missing elements within their life because they haven't necessarily built in a way that is truly authentic to them. They've just done what they thought they were supposed to do, what their, what their coach did, what their mentor did, what other people on the internet did. And that was me, that was me for a long time. This has happened to me multiple times along my journey. But that is why I'm so passionate about this work. That is why I'm so passionate about helping you to become the coolest person you know because it's in the process of getting to know yourself. It's in the process of reprogramming your self-perception, the perspective that you have of yourself that the magic truly starts to unfold. Since I essentially became the coolest person I know or I call it becoming the coolest person you know because it's a lifelong journey, babe. I also have a tattoo on my arm if you didn't know. Um, But... After I started doing this work, after I truly, truly got to know myself, so many things started to change. I got a whole bunch of new hobbies. And because one of my hobbies was super active, which was Muay Thai, by the way, um, I started to get in the best shape of my life. I was literally glowing from the inside out because I was so happy and also my physical appearance started to reflect that. I changed my style. I met the love of my life. Like truly, truly, like I was in a relationship for such a long time and it was fine and it was okay and we were friends and we had connection but when you meet your soulmate, like you just know, you know what I mean? Like you just know, like Tegan and I now, we, have the business together, we've traveled the world together, we have so many incredible plans and like every day still three years in I wake up and I'm just like I can't believe like I actually manifested. I've got an entire video on this where I talk about like literally I made a list of all the think qualities I wanted in a person and almost every single one, everything but one having tattoos which now I think you wouldn't even see them but anyway besides the point I met my Soulmate. My business flourished in a way that it never flourished before. Like, I'd made money online, I'd built an audience, but this just felt different. The way that money was rolling in, like, I've made millions of dollars online since becoming the coolest person you know, and it felt different to the millions of dollars I made pre BTC pick. <laughs> BC BTT pick. Oh my God, that's a mouthful. I can't say that. Um, and then my audience just exploded. Like, everything just started to shift and change. And again, I've achieved things in the past, but the difference this time was the feeling that I had during the process of getting there and when I got there. All of it was laced with love and appreciation and satisfaction both for myself and everything around me. I'm not saying that I don't have bad times. I had a pretty challenging year last year because it was a year of growth. I did a lot of healing, I did a lot of self-questioning, I did a lot of hormonal shifting and changing, like I've done a lot of work, which I'll talk about during this video as well. So I'm not saying this is the answer to being happy for the rest of your life, but what I am saying is the relationship that you have with yourself and your self-concept truly is that secret key for personal development that you have always been looking for. You are the common denominator in every answer that you seek. And when you get to know yourself and when you build a life that is truly personalized to you, I can't even explain how delicious it is. Like there is just no words to describe how extraordinary your life can be when you build your life. So let's get into it. I want to go through a few different areas that you can focus on and give some advice on how you can really personalize your personalized personal development approach this year in these areas. The first thing you want to do is you really want to start to get to know your values. I honestly do think, and before you like shut off this episode and you're like, oh gosh girl, like not on the values train again. Honestly, like your values are the driving force of your life. Your values are the things that make you you. Your personality, your characteristics, your past, your story, all of these things, they make you you. They make you. One in how many people? Eight billion people? How many people on the planet? But they make you so unique and extraordinary. And your values are like the culmination of everything that makes you you. Your values are almost like your internal guidance system. For me, I realized that one of my values that I was absolutely not bringing into my life was play. I love to play. I love to have fun. Like the inner child part of me is such a big part of my happiness. And when I allowed myself to play more, I started all these hobbies, right? I started skateboarding, I started DJing. I started dressing in a way that was more playful. And so much of this brought me so much joy. Prior to becoming the coolest person I know, it essentially just didn't even really think about my values. I'm sure they were there to some certain degree, but I wasn't using them to truly guide my life and build my life in a way that was ultra specific to me. So figure out what your values are. What is important to you? That is the start of all of this. When you know what's important to you, it helps you to have better boundaries make better decisions, pursue things that are in alignment with those values. It makes you have more integrity to yourself but most of all it will make you respect yourself more. You know such a big part of what we perceive our worth to be is integrity, respect and when we have strong integrity and strong respect within ourselves it will skyrocket your self-worth. So the first thing is you just really want to think about what your values are. The second category that will absolutely change your life if you get to know yourself in is your health and your physical body. So I want to tell you a little story about some of the work that I did this year, which at the time was challenging because whenever you're kind of like shifting and changing your biology, like things will go up, things will go down. Um, I also was one of the people that was sort of hormonally challenged after the thing that happened after the thing, if you know what I mean. Um, The thing that we needed to get because of the thing so that we could travel. Anyway, I'm going to get into it. I don't know if you guys say that now on the internet, but anyway, what I'm trying to say is rather than just going out and trusting just random advice on the internet, like think about how much health advice there is on the internet. There is like Here's the best diet to lose weight. Here's the best way, as I said before, to have dewy, glowing skin. Like if you want to lose five kilos, here's this diet or here's this diet. Go carnivore, go plant-based, do all of this stuff. Like it's so confusing and contradicting. How do you actually know what advice is right for you? Because this episode is called All Advice on the Internet is Wrong. It is wrong unless you figure out what you actually need, right? So get to know your body get to know your physical body. And there's some things that you can do. If you wanna have better skin, go to a dermatologist. Before you go and spend like $1,000 at Sephora, go spend that money investing in somebody telling you your actual skin type, your actual skin concerns, because they will tell you exactly what it is that you need to achieve the goals that you have. Maybe it's anti-aging, maybe it's more dewiness, maybe it's hydration, whatever it might be. But you can have someone specifically tell you not a, not a 17 year old on the internet who's sponsored by Drunk Elephant, but you can have a professional tell you what your skin actually needs and then you can invest in products, good quality products, that are actually going to achieve this, the result. Because there are so many things that go in, there are so many nuanced details that go into the appearance of someone's skin. What they eat, where they live, their biology, their background, their culture, like so many different things, right? So have a professional tell you what you need. And same goes for health. Like one of the things that I did this year was I went and saw a naturopath and I had a test. This was like a full body scan, basically telling me all about my hormones, all about my brain, all about almost every single part of my body. And what I was able to do was I was able to get a health protocol based on my personal goals because even health goals are gonna be different for everyone. Like my health goals are to stay as fertile as possible, if you will, because I wanna have a child, but I also have so much more stuff that I wanna do before I have a child. And I'm 33 years old. So my health goal is not that I wanna get ready for the summer or anything like that. My health goal is literally I just want my hormones and my physiology to be in the best shape possible so that I can be healthy enough to have a child later on in life and so everything that I did this year the trying to fix my hormones and all of this stuff was based on my goals the supplements that I took as well as the other health protocol the way that I eat the way that I exercise getting to know my cycle like your goals are going to be completely different and so is your body and so your protocol the way the the way in which you achieve optimal health is going to be completely different so if you're going to invest in anything in your health this year make it personalized support. It doesn't even need to be something like expensive and ongoing, but those initial consultations to really get to know yourself, the initial tests, like people be spending like five, $600 on personal trainers and health coaches. You could put that money towards a blood test or a health panel test, and you could literally know everything about yourself, how to eat, how to exercise, what you need to work on in order to achieve your goals. Like just think about where you are investing your time, money and resources, and is it in a place that is personalized towards you? The next area is your money and your career. So, I mean, this is a really broad topic, but I'm a business coach. I'm a business mentor. I don't even like the a business coach. I'm a business mentor. I'm actually moving into being more of a business consultant, but I help people to build a brand and to build a business online. And I've had to physically go and develop a model, a system, a strategy because I don't know why everybody else on the internet, no, that's an over exaggeration, but so many other people on the internet who teach people business and branding and content creation seem to think that if they have 500 people in their course or in their community, that every single one of those people are exactly the same. Because that's how most people teach business. That's how most people teach career. It's just like, I'm just gonna give advice and just every single person is supposed to take the same advice. Like, you need to figure out your personal personality, circumstances, goals, dreams, and make money and build a career and build success in accordance to that. Going back to what I was just saying, like I've developed this system called the creator archetype system, because if you're someone that wants to show up and grow on social media, There is so much advice out there, again, contradicting advice. You know, it's like the vegetarian versus the carnivore advice. There's some people telling you educational content is dead, and there's some people telling you that if you're not showing up and giving value and educating people that your content isn't going to be seen. Oh my God, it's so overwhelming and so confusing. So I created this system that was basically to say, hey, there are all these different possible pathways. Pick one, or I have a quiz, which you can also get in the link below, but you know, figure out the pathway that is most suited towards you, your natural skills and your personality, and then create content and build a career in a way that is personalized to you. This isn't a business or branding show, but whatever it is, whatever you are trying to achieve to make money and to build success within your career, make sure the pathway that you are taking is authentic to you. Make sure the advice that you are seeking out and specifically make sure the mentors, teachers, helpers that you are investing in Have an approach that is personalized towards you and the nuanced details of your human experience. I know that's a little hard to do, and maybe we can have a further discussion about this on Instagram. I'm going to do regular Q&As after episodes, so if you've got a specific question, come over to Instagram and I will answer it for you, but... Either way, when it comes to your finances and when it comes to making money and building success and you are thinking about maybe investing in advice or listening to advice from somebody, make sure you first of all know exactly who you are and what it is that you want to achieve and you go out there and you seek the advice that's in alignment with that. The next area is your mindfulness and self-care. Different to health and wellness, because health and wellness, we were talking more about the physical body. Now we're talking about the mind. There is so, so, so much advice out there about mindfulness, mindset, manifestation, spirituality, all of the things, and so much of it is contradicting. And I just want to tell you a little bit about my story because this is going to paint the picture of what I'm trying to explain here. Mindfulness and healing and mindset and mental health should not be a one-pronged approach. Like I see a lot of people online talking about shadow work and inner child healing and all of this kind of stuff. And I had an experience last year where I did all of the things. Like I literally did what feels like all of the things, all of the things that the internet tell you you're supposed to do to be able to heal your triggers, heal your wounds and all of this kind of stuff to, to have better mental health. So much of it actually ended up worse off for me. And, you know, I've heard people talking about this before. Like I had a friend who said she went and did like traditional talk therapy and she went for a year and afterwards felt worse than she did when she started. And yet I've had other people who've gone to therapy and I know it has a lot to do with like the therapist that you see, but I've had other people go to therapy and say, it's the best thing ever. I loved therapy. I really did. I went to like three second sessions of therapy and I got more from those three sessions of therapy than I did from like previous investments in like spiritual or health coaching What I'm trying to explain here is that when it comes to having positive mental health, when it comes to overcoming the mental experience that is causing you to hold yourself back in life or to not enjoy your experience being here, the way in which you approach that healing needs to be personalized to you. Now, maybe you need to go on a journey of experimentation, but what you have to realize is that there is a pathway. And so many people are talking about, if you take like medication for anxiety, like you're gonna end up like with all of these bad things happening to you, you should be doing it in a more natural way. Like that's not true. Nothing that anyone says when it comes to mental health advice is true unless it's true for you. And that's the point I'm trying to get across for this whole video. But what I'm saying is when people come with this really definitive, like, if you're doing this, then you're gonna end up like this, or if you're taking that advice, or if you're going down that path, like the big one in the coaching space is, if you're not doing shadow work, you're never gonna make any money. It's all bullshit, it's all bullshit. You have to find the pathway to healing and happiness and good mental health or positive mental health or you know, the best mental health that you can have that is personalized towards you. Maybe it is medication, maybe it is spiritual work, maybe it is therapy, maybe it's medicinal mushrooms, It might, there's so many different modalities. And yes, it does take a little bit of time to test and experiment. But the more that you get to know yourself, the more that you get to know your needs, the easier it's going to be for you to make these decisions. The easier it's going to be for you to filter through the copious amounts of options that you have to achieve the specific result that you are trying to achieve. Again, I did a lot of the like more spiritual healing. And honestly, I will just say like so much of it made me feel worse. Like I don't feel like I got a resolution on a lot of the... Issues that I would try to solve. To be honest, I think a lot of the spiritual healing put me in this cycle, which I actually spoke to someone about on my other podcast, the Chopreneur podcast, Jamie Lee White. We talked about how, quite often, with a lot of spiritual healing, people get in this cycle of like problem seeking where they solve one problem and then they seek another and seek another and seek another because people are always talking about how you're always healing. For me, I actually found that I have specific tools that really help me move past emotions when they arise, but digging into the emotions, like I have ADHD, so I might hyperfixate on something. The more I dig into something, the worse it actually can get. So yeah, there's times where I need to go speak to a therapist so that we can kind of make sense of and move through things, but sometimes sitting in emotion too long actually does the opposite to what it's supposed to do for me sometimes and I know a lot of people are going to be like this isn't healthy but sometimes for me distraction actually is the best technique because I will over exaggerate I will catastrophize I literally thought my entire business was failing I was going to be homeless and my parents were going to be out on the street because you know they live on a farm that I bought for them like I literally thought because like probably what we had like one day where we made no sales you know what I mean like traditional healing will tell you oh you have to like lean into that no like I'm just being a dramatic child in that moment because I have that hyperfixation tendency. So going into like healing every single motion as it arises, like it just doesn't work for me. Anyway, that's a really long example of what I'm trying to say here but what I'm trying to say is when you get to know your own brain, that is where the magic is going to happen because when you know your own brain, you know your own best coping mechanisms and best techniques and you're not just taking blindly the advice of the other people on the internet, that is where you will truly be able to heal from anything that is holding you back. The next area that I wanted to talk about was personal style. And honestly, this is probably one that doesn't need as much of an explanation because I think it is pretty self-explanatory, but give yourself fucking permission. Honestly, that's all I wanna say. Like. I know we can get influenced by trends, like I'm not saying that I don't get influenced by trends and like what's going on in the world and stuff like that, but spend some time this year actually experimenting with your personal style and your personal self-expression and creativity. Like when it comes to your home environment, when it comes to the clothes that you wear, when it comes to even the little cafes that you go visit and the activities that you do, like the, the whole vibe of your life, the aesthetic vibe of your life, You probably have a Pinterest board full of things that make you feel joyous and excited, and yet you aren't actually doing the work to reflect those things in your physical reality. Maybe you're just being influenced by, again, what your friends are doing or what your partner expects of you. The more that you can creatively express yourself in a way that brings true, true joy, the happier you will feel just in the day-to-day moments. Uh, There's someone I follow on TikTok, I don't know her name, but she always talks about dopamine dressing. I think a lot of people talk about it these days, but like dopamine dressing, just like dressing for pure joy and happiness. I actually started doing that recently. Like this year, more recently, I gave myself permission to just be like, I don't give a fuck if I'm 33. I love unicorns. I love raves. I'm going full LED, like color, glitter mode. And honestly, even just the shift in clothing even just allowing myself to like regain my colorful energy within my wardrobe because I used to wear a lot of color I used to wear a lot of leopard print color I was like a Y2K baby Jersey Shore baby licious baby like that was my vibe um but I was I've recently al- allowed myself gave myself permission or just allowed myself to experiment with this stuff more and honestly it's just such a small thing that you can do to create such a big shift in life it's made me feel like I wanna create more content, show up more online, which then in turn has gotten more results for me. I've made more sales. I've gone viral a couple of times. My account's massively grown and i just feel better about myself so give yourself the time to explore and experiment with the aesthetics of your life as well instead of just again buying every freaking amazon must have that somebody on the internet tells you that you need to have in order to be happy you're the only person that knows what is going to make you happy you know you're the only person that can truly feel the joy that comes when you've done something truly authentic to you and so give yourself the time to experiment and bring that kind of aesthetic experience to life. And the last area that I wanna talk about, and honestly, this is like the biggest one because this is such a big part of what becoming the coolest person you know is, you need hobbies. You need passions. You need interests. You need to find the things that are your things that are just unique to you that make you feel like literally the coolest person you know, that make you feel like you can be your own biggest fan. When you think about yourself doing this thing, it you're just like, there is nothing cooler. There is nothing cooler on the face of this earth than me doing this thing. Honestly, I know like, Technically, hobbies isn't like the representation of what becoming the coolest person you know means, but it definitely feels like the expression of it. Because like I said, such a big part of this journey, this pathway, which was, by the way, inspired by that book that I recommended at the start, the single on purpose book. He talks about this woman who allowed herself, gave herself permission to... Play the guitar, I'm pretty sure it was. Like she was in a marriage, she'd lost herself, she'd had a corporate job, and she allowed herself to like start playing the guitar because she played a guitar as a child. That led to her like dressing differently, feeling differently, like just the giving herself permission to access that childlike joy that came from doing a hobby that she'd always wanted to do. She'd either always done or always wanted to try or something that she did in the past. Like it just evoked this whole new evolution of who she was. The same thing happened to me. The same thing freaking happened to me. This is where the journey of becoming the coolest person you know started, and if you've been here from the start, you will know, it was Muay Thai. It was Muay Thai for me. Like, as I said before, Muay Thai not only, I lost 15 kilos in like three months, by the way, because I was doing so much Muay Thai because I was obsessed, but anyway when I was a child, my favorite movie was Milan. I was obsessed with that movie, honestly. And my other favorite movie, which is still one of my favorite movies, is Kill Bill. I don't know why my parents, I'm talking when I was really little, by the way. Um, Anyway, my favorite movies were basically of women who beat other people up and had a lot of martial arts in them. Lara Croft also was another one. Anyway, I'm getting besides the point. I really dug into those kind of like early childhood inspirations after I listened to that book, Single On Purpose, and heard that story of the woman who reconnected to her childlike spirit through playing the guitar. And so I thought about what it was that I really wanted to do, and Muay Thai. I'd already done a little bit of Muay Thai, but this is like when I went full into it. I did it because my brother did it when he was little and I was little, Um, and I just really liked the shorts, to be honest. (laughs) That's why I first started it, because I was like, those shorts are fucking baby. But anyway. I actually went in and I truly committed myself to it and it transformed my life like it really did because you know why when I actually like started getting good and I started committing and I started getting results like I have like trained with the fight team like I've done like inter-club fights and everything now like I've been doing my training five years and honestly four years four years almost four years <laughs> I don't know I have no time um when I thought about myself Like when I thought about myself that I was like, you know what, I'm a 30 something year old woman who has a successful business online, but I am a Muay Thai fighter. Like I do Muay Thai. When I'm in an environment where maybe I don't feel as confident, like for example, weightlifting at the gym, like I'm not the strongest person in my upper body. And when I'm weightlifting in the gym and there's all these other people that are like shreddy and ripped and stuff like that, that's an opportunity for me to feel self-consciousness. But I don't because I'm like, you know what? I have my thing and my thing is Muay Thai. And I did so many other things after that. I just went wild. Like I said, I tried skateboarding. I tried DJing. I have even recently started to see myself as some kind of artist. And outside right now, I have like half-finished paintings. I don't care if I'm good at any of these things, by the way. It's not about being good. But something that is really going to help you like build the self-confidence, the self-efficacy, the self-love, the self-respect is just allowing yourself to find the things that are for you and trying new things and doing things that bring you joy. Like there is so much magic and potency in having hobbies that are just for you. Not the hobbies that, I saw a video the other day, it's like high value hobbies that you need if you're a woman. Again, that word, need, and need was in capital letters. It was like equestrianing, and by the way, that's pretty cool, but don't let anyone tell you what your hobbies should be. Like. It's not going to work. This stuff doesn't work. This is what I'm trying to explain in this episode. None of this is going to work unless it's what you truly want, unless it's what you truly desire, unless it's truly the most authentic expression of who you are. 2024 is going to be the year of you. It's going to be the year of you becoming the coolest person you know, getting to know yourself, being your own best friend, being your own biggest fan. Because honestly, the years of being influenced by what everybody else is doing, it got us nowhere. It really got us nowhere. It got us to a point where we feel dissatisfied with life, we feel lost, we feel confused, we feel overwhelmed, we feel like we just procrastinate constantly. Is because we have disconnected from the most important connection, of our time, of our life. And that is the connection that we have with ourselves. And so that is what this whole podcast and series is going to be all about. This is going to be about you becoming the coolest person that you know. And I'm going to be documenting my journey. I'm going to be sharing tips. I'm going to be sharing advice. I'm going to be giving updates on my journey of becoming the coolest person. I know my journey of building my dream life, building my business and aging and all of the things because I just want us to be the most authentic expressions of ourselves because I call me crazy but really I think that's where true happiness lies. I really really hope that you enjoyed this first episode this little rambly rant that I went on about you figuring out who the fuck you are. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below or if you're listening to it on podcast, then let me know that you've listened to the episode over on Instagram. I love connecting in the DMs, by the way. I am a relationship-based creator if you've taken the archetypes test. I just love talking to you in the DMs, it's my favorite thing to do, so please do reach out to me. As well as if you did wanna take my creator archetypes test or get your hands on the BTC Pick Toolkit, you can do so by following the links in the description either on podcast or here on YouTube. I love you so much. Thank you so much for coming along this new journey with me. Starting a new podcast when you're 10 years into your content creator journey feels so weird. But also I'm so excited for this new chapter that we get to go, this new chapter, this new journey that we get to go on together. I love you so much, whether you are new, whether you are an OG, follower, subscriber, I just love you. And I just want you to feel like you are the coolest person you know. And that's why I'm ready to really help you make fucking magic happen. All right, love you. I'll see you in the next episode.